Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Comedian Podcast. Good morning and welcome to my podcast where we discuss everything about love, loss, life and the afterlife. And today we're going to be talking about losing dads or the grief after losing dads. And I know that this is going to be a tricky one for a lot of people because unlike our mums, some of our dads are not present in our life. Um, Some of our dads are. So first of all, I want to talk about the relationship of the people who have a wonderful relationship with their dads, okay, or stepdads. I probably should have added stepmums in yesterday as well. But anyway, and stepdads. So for those of you who have a wonderful relationship with your dad, it's going to be a really, really hard time um, when, when, when you have to learn to live without him, like any other person that we're close to. If your father passes suddenly, this may be an exceptionally hard time for you, particularly if you live far away and you haven't been visiting them so much in the past. Um, a lot of times too I find that a lot of people, not all people, but a lot of people, when they ring up the parents, they tend to speak to mum and not speak to dad so much. Poor old dads get left behind in the wallpaper a little bit. So if that if this, if this is the case with you, where you have – hold on for a second. If this is the case with you where you have had a wonderful relationship with your dad but you may not have been type of like one-on-one with him so much before he passed and he passes very suddenly, just know that your dad knows that you love him, okay? Because if you can go to your dad's and still get a cuddle and still sit down and have a really good conversation or have a beer with him or a drink with him, if, if you have that, if you had that type of relationship with your dad, then honestly, your dad will be very secure in the relationship that you had. If your dad was a widower when, when, he, when he passes away, um, you guys are going to find that you may have had a, a different relationship with your dad. Because because your mum has passed, I, I would consider that most of you would have been very close to your dad upon his leaving. And therefore, it is going to be a tough passing for you guys as well. Because he has in turn taken on the role of both parents after mum dies. So for those of you who've lost your dad, just know it's the same as it applies for your mum. He gave you life. He raised you. He went to work every single day to make sure that you had food, medicine, clothes, a roof over your head. He's probably saved up enough to have some insurance so that when he does did pass that you guys might have got a little bit of a windfall um, because he passed and he did that because he loves you. He did that because that's what he was working for. He worked his whole life to support you guys. And sometimes I feel a bit sorry for the dads because they – they're gone from, you know, morning till night and they don't see the kids for more than a couple of hours on the weekend. And I feel sorry for them because they put so much effort into not just securing your childhood but also securing your future when they pass away. And I just sometimes I think, oh, God, poor old dads, poor old dads, you know. But, you know, but they, they are, they are they, when they come through with readings, these daggy dads, 99% of them do not believe in the afterlife. 99% of them, especially in Australia, I'm not sure about other countries, but they say, ah, oh, this is all malarkey. But, you know, they come through so well 
and I honestly get the feeling that when they go to um when they go to the afterlife, they go, oh my god, the kids were right, there is an afterlife. I can just see it. They're so daggy, and they are really really keen to get through these dads, you know, um and 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 they and they're such such individuals, you know. Every single dad that comes through is slightly same as mums. They're all different. But I just have to say that your dads, they work so hard through their lives to make sure that you, their beautiful kids, were looked after. And for that, we should appreciate them. So if you have lost your dad and you are mourning deeply once again for over a year, don't you forget the effort he put in so that his insurance would pay for you to have a grand life if this is the case with you, okay, if this is the case. I know not all dads leave an insurance policy, but if your dad did this, that means that he wanted you to have a grand life and he wanted you to enjoy the spoils of his labour. So you should, you should honour that. You should really, really honour that, okay? Because what a lot of effort he went to, particularly if you were lucky enough to get an inheritance after he passed away, that man was on supernova power. He was he was going for it. You lucky guy. You lucky duckies. You lucky duckies. Wow, what a father! And if you were able to still cuddle him and have that wonderful relationship, that's fantastic. Now dads do get a bit grumpier as they get older. I don't care what anyone says. So do grand, so do mums. But dads they get a little grumpy, a little bit sick of everyone's shit, and that's fair enough. I get that. I think I'm an old man in a woman's body sometimes. But, um, but I really do, I, I, I do understand that. They just want to have some peace and bloody quiet is what they want to do. Most of them want to travel around and see the world before their last, their last days. And, you know, and good on them for doing that, you know. Now, if your mum passed first and your dad was a widower and ended up remarrying and therefore your relationship was spoiled somewhat, my heart goes out to you on this one because, you know, it can be real tricky having stepmums, can't it? I've had a couple. <laughs> My last stepmother was two years younger than me, so I'm getting you here. Um, but, yeah, so stepmums um, um, thrown into the mix after, ha- particularly if your parents have been married a long, long time, like 20, 20 or 30, oh, sorry, yeah, 20, 40 or 50 years, and your dad moves on suddenly. Forgive, and then he passes, and and somehow things get screwed up, and stepmom gets all the money. God, I can only imagine your frustration, but 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 I want you to focus on these things. What happened at the end of your dad's life, if he had moved on and you had, basically not accepted his new life form, that could be the very reason why he decided to leave the money to the person who was paying the most attention. Now, when I, I get a hell of a lot of people say, that woman, she came in and she just smoothed up the dad and took it all. Well, if that's the case and that's what you really, really think, then I suppose you really have to question yourself about why was your dad important? Was he important for his inheritance or was he important for the love he provided? Now, I, I, I want you to – I know I'm – talking around in circles here a bit but I'm talking about the case where dad has remarried and stepmom has gotten all all the spoils of your dad's hard life despite only spending two or three years with him before he passed that is going to be highly frustrating so for any of you out there who are listening and still have a dad but have a mum <laughs> who is gone 
For goodness sakes, if he wants to move on, let him. Accept who he wants to love, even if you can see it's really wrong for him. Because if it's truly your dad that you love, then it shouldn't matter what he does. I'm just going to put that there right now. But there are circumstances and unfortunately a hell of a lot of time when stepmom does come in and she basically cleans up. Um, And, you know, and that's just what's happened. And you're just going to have to accept it. You're just going to have to be pinged off and angry about it. Because if your father has said it in the will, no matter how you think it's been done, that's all there is to it. That's the end of it, you know. So you know, I I honestly feel that um, you know, if you're if, if you're more angry about the money, um, than the dad actually passing away, might be you that's got oops tip, might be you that's got that little bit of a problem. I'm just saying, it might be you that that um needs to think about things a little bit more. Because if all you're worried about and your dad dies is that he left the money to someone else, you've got a problem there. You've got a problem with priorities, just letting you know that. Now I want to go to those of us who didn't have a great relationship with our fathers. In my case, I had a stepdad and a, and a real dad. Well, that's going to be tough. It's, it's, it's type of weird. I remember um, very clearly saying that when my father died, I was not going to go to his funeral because I was so angry with him. I end up going to his funeral. In fact, I'm the only one who's visited his grave. But, you know, it's, it's it, my mum and dad split up when, we were, uh, when I was five. So, you know, I didn't really have that uh, much of a relationship with dad. Um, he, he, would, he, was, he was good in the respect that he would insist that we saw him every school holidays, which we did. And he and we he insisted that he had us every second weekend, which we did. But dad, dad basically lived life to please himself a little bit, and that was how I felt. I don't know if I was just a disgruntled child, but he ended up having four more kids. Mainly, I get on with a couple of them, but not all of them. Um, he ended up having another wife, and then he left her, and he had yet another relationship. And I just felt dad was a bit wishy-washy for me. And my dad also got me to keep secrets, unfortunately. Um, when I, I didn't didn't know much about affairs when I was eleven. Um, but I knew that my dad had left my mum for my stepmom, but I did also um, had seen when I was 11 that dad had started to take me to one of his mistress's house because he just thought I was a kid. But I, I, I seemed to have a bit more knowledge and I, I didn't really respect my dad for that because I think that sometimes dads want to treat us as a friend, particularly in the situation where, where they have split up. So we go over there and they want to treat us like a friend. Unfortunately, that doesn't always work out for the child because the child doesn't want to have that much responsibility. I did not want to know that my dad was playing up with my stepmother too. I really did not want to know that because it felt like I had to keep his secrets and I didn't want to keep any secrets. You know, I'm an honest person. I hate secrets. So, you know, um, it was really hard on me personally as a child to keep dad's secrets. And I know a lot of you out there have had to keep your dad's secrets. I know you have because that's what dads do. They, as soon as we get a little bit older, they think that we, we, we're their mates. And, and I have found that it's particularly the dads who, um, who separated from our mum when we were younger. I, I've seen that in a lot of cases. Um, when, when they passed away, uh, and, and, you know, I've got, I've got to be honest, I, I often felt like that with my father that I was, after he had his second family, that I was just basically a, um, a an afterthought. I mean, I mean, he didn't rarely remember my birthday, and he, you know, and it 
Christmas, I think my stepmother bought me things, but I just always felt like I was an afterthought with dad. And I would suspect that a lot of other people feel like that when dad moves on to another family. It's almost like they get the better of him. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I felt that for a long time until my dad's um, ended up marrying a third wife. <laughs> my dad could never keep it in his pants, unfortunately. But these dads that um, aren't really present, uh, it, it, it does, I don't care what anyone says. If you are a girl and you have difficulties with a father relationship, it does have um, repercussions. For, it's really hard to trust men when you can't trust the father figures in your life. And I couldn't either trust my father nor my stepfather. Unfortunately, my stepfather um, did um, 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 essay me when I was seven years old and sexually abused me when I was seven years old. And so my trust with men was broken very, very early in my, in my life. I, I found it, I found, I still find it a little hard to trust men. Um, I'm lucky that I have my husband. Unfortunately, what um, some of these dads don't realise is that when their daughters do not feel secure with them, that we tend to go for men that make us insecure because we see something in the men that we go to after dad uh, that resembles our father and we really want to make it up somehow I know it's weird but I feel now guys please please comment on this to tell me if I'm right to tell me that I'm not the only one but I feel that dads um basically neglect and my stepfather's abuse made me make really bad choices because it, I was a confused kid I was a bit confused so I had very bad choices for um my first two partners particularly um the, 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 the fathers of my children, I, I feel were bad choices for me. I'm not saying that they're bad people, but I feel they were bad choices for me because something in them reminded me that, that, that it was almost like men have to treat you like shit because that's how men are. And that's basically what's instilled in you when you don't have an attentive dad or you have someone who has sexually assaulted you as a child. And, and it's like you, you tend to grow up thinking, I don't think this any longer. I have a man that respects me and I respect him equally. But for a long time, I had a very disjointed view of how a woman should be treated. And I would consider that a lot of you women out there would be the same way. If there's any men out there actually listening to me and you are separated from your wife and you have kids, please treat your daughters well so that they learn to be treated well. Because that, that's what happens when you have an absent father or you have been sexually abused as a child. You don't know that you deserve to be treated well. When the parent, when the father dies and you have had a bit of a shabby relationship with him, with me in my case, I didn't know how to feel. I only just started getting on with my dad possibly six months before he passed. It was incredible. I really, um, we actually started getting on. We actually started seeing each other. I actually started liking him again. We finally had that big talk that we should have had for many, many years, a week or two before he died. I couldn't believe it. It was like we talked until like 4 o'clock in the morning and, and I was just in tears telling him all the things I felt and he was just finally my dad. <laughs> so strangely for me, even though I spent all those years, at the end I actually felt loved. <laughs> Isn't that weird? You know, weird how these men just drive you crazy. But I felt loved by my dad. 
at the end. I think that my stepfather always felt bad about what he did um, to me and, and I actually ended up forgiving him to his face for it. But I honestly feel it did make me feel incredibly icky as a child to have to live a month. I locked my door very quickly. <laughs> Thank God for locks, huh? But I ended up locking my door after the one and only assault that I had. Um, I locked that door and I never unlocked it again when I slept. I never, ever slept with the door unlocked again in that house. And that's just the way that you do it. I communicated with him normally during the day and all other times, but I never really felt completely safe with my stepdad after that because I really felt like that, um, that, that it would happen again if I let my guard down. So you can imagine a seven-year-old with their guard up. It's a bit rough, eh? It's a bit rough. But I know a lot of you out there have been exactly the same. Um, but I was lucky that I had a lock on my door. And I know some of you weren't that lucky. So when these people pass away, it's um, it's a bittersweet thing, isn't it? Bittersweet. Bittersweet when they pass away. Because for some reason, little girls do like to protect their abusers. We're going to talk about sexual abuse a little bit further down the track with my podcast because I know that there's a lot of us out there. And let's talk about the consequences of that later on. But most of us... Uh, a fair amount of us get sexually abused by our very own parents, so um, fathers. So it's something that needs to be spoken about when fathers pass away. But with the grief of those, with, with the grief of, of, of a dad that you didn't get on with or whatever, it is absolutely normal to be, you know, a little bit up and down with that. Um, sometimes it's a relief that they've gone because you know that they can't hurt you anymore. Now I want to touch on something very, very, very private. For those of you who have been sexually abused by your father or stepfather and they've died, I know that my big thing was I don't want him to see me. I don't want him to see me naked. I don't want him to see me in any way like that. I really wanted that with my guides. And my guides said not only are spirits not concerned about that or turned on by that um, or can do anything about that, but... We can protect you from the spirit. So I want you guys to know that. If there is a spirit, a dad figure particularly, that was abusive towards you, the universe somehow can make it so that you are shielded from them as part of their karma, okay? My guides told me that and I believe them. I have had some signs from my stepfather, but only when I've asked for them. But other than that, I have not felt invaded upon or anything like that. I want you guys to know that. And I know, geez, this is DNM, isn't it? Real deep and meaningful. And I'm sorry if I've hurt anybody today. I've got anyone crying, but I know that this is a big thing. Well, with Australian women, I can only imagine with every woman all over the world that some of our dads are not really good for us. And it's just sad. So, so if you did not have a great relationship with your dad and you don't feel much, that's, that, that's quite normal. You may at this time, after you've had a shabby relationship with your dad and he has passed, this may be the time to go and get a little, you know, grief counselling or psychological help on this because it's bigger than you think, you know. It's bigger than you think. So if you are struggling with this I don't care but I do care, but I don't care, but I do care because they didn't really love me, but I don't care because they didn't love me properly anyway. If you are struggling with that and it's type of holding you back a little, I would definitely recommend 
going to get a little extra help on that one, okay? Now, for those of you who were abused by your, by your dad, I have done some readings where this was definitely the case and the father has been able to come through and apologise to his daughters or daughter or daughters. There's been several actually. I've had quite a few uh, pedophile dads come through and um, apologise to their daughters. So they do feel bad. They do understand that somewhere along the line there was some type of fault in their friggin' brain that made them think bad things. They understand that when they're in spirit. They are no longer controlled by their physical needs because they are not physical anymore. Okay, I want you to listen to that again. When a pedophile or sexual abuser dies, they are no longer controlled by their physical needs because spirits are non-physical. Okay? And they understand and can clearly see the implications of what they did. And 99.9% of them don't want it to be so. Okay? Pedophilia is a disease of the brain and the mind in a way. But it's more, it's... It's weird. I don't know much about it, to be honest with you, at this point, but I am going to learn more. No, I'm not, and I hate the subject. But I will talk about being sexually abused down the track. I just don't want to focus on the actual abusers too much. All I know is that when they go over, they too have to do a life review and they too see that. So I will round about up, back up. <laughs> Sorry for getting so ugly and dark in there, but, but, you know, sometimes our relationship with our dads are ugly and dark, and that's all there is to it. It's just... A part of life, unfortunately. I am always amazed at people who say that hell is a place we go to after death because <clears throat> I clearly can see it's on earth. <laughs> I'm always amazed by that. And so you may be wondering right now, well, why don't those fathers go to hell? Because for some reason or another, they're already there. Okay, they've already been there and they will look at a way to karmically balance out their wrongdoings in future times. So I'm going to round this up and I'm sorry to, sorry it's so dark. I'm sorry it's so dark. <clears throat> but just so long as you know that your dads, who were the most amazing, amazing dads, now believe in mediumship and will clearly come through for a reading, okay? And those of, those, those of you who are dads who are a bit shabby, they too now can see where they went wrong, how they went wrong and understand totally why you may not have wanted to have much to do with them in life. And for you people who left behind without your dads, as always, if your deep grief is extending more than a year, it is time to seek help, okay? And, I, and what I mean by deep grief, falling around, crying, can't get out of bed, can't work, can't do anything, that's deep grief. If it's extending more than a year, please get help with a psychologist or a grief counsellor or similar. But for those of you, for those others of you who, who are grieving fairly normally, your dads are only a whisper away. And the ones that weren't so dad-like, they too are close by and they do know what they put you through. But as I said, if you request in your head long enough, they will be screened from you and they will not have access to your realm, okay? 
That's what I have found anyhow. So, and being a medium and being in these circumstances, I was particular to ask. So I hope that that, um, in lo- that I really, again, ask questions. Please ask questions about any of these uploads. I am happy to revisit them at any time. I've got all the time in the world for these uploads. But until my next podcast, you guys try and have a sunshiny day. I am interested in questions. And be good, be kind, and let's just hope that something makes you smile so hard today that you burst out laughing. Have a wonderful day. She talks to angles. Oops, angels. (laughs) You'll come back now.